Wherever there is illness, plague, or pestilence, Nurgle and his followers will flourish. Nurgle, the lord of pestilence, is the ever-rotting god of decay, death, and rebirth. His powers are strongest when disease and despair ravage the mortal realms. Though he is the source of fear and revulsion to his enemies, Nurgle is a paternal god who is generous with his foul gifts and proud of his worshippers' ever-disgusting achievements. His followers are both mortal and demons alike, sharing in the blessings of the Lord of Pestilence, displaying horrible bloating bodies that are infected with all manners of contagion. Sooner or later, every mortal feels Nurgle's debilitating touch. G'day, and welcome to AOS Coach. In this video, I'm going to help you get started with the Magakin of Nurgle through the background, explain how this army plays in the table, and make some recommendations on your next purchases and those next steps. Nurgle is one of the five major Chaos Gods, along with Khorne, Slanesh, Zench, and the Great Horn Rat. Nurgle has a somewhat toad-like build, with a massive gut drooping over his stubby legs. His green, scabrous body is rotting with the disease. His belly spills over with exposed, rancid guts within. Father Nurgle has a generous spirit. He is never mean or frugal when bestowing his latest diseases upon the mortal realms, for within its vile cauldron, Nurgle has gifts enough for all. The Plague Lord is said to be delighted with every new pox, every unique ration blister, and of all the gods, he takes the most interest in the plight of his mortal followers. For to Nurgle, every riddled corpse is a welcoming nursery of wriggling maggots and coiling plague spores. Every stagnant lake and rotting forest is a paradise for which parasitic larvae and bountiful poxes can flourish. These are the gifts of Nurgle lavishes across the mortal realms, and if there is any malice behind his generosity, it is directly only to the ingrates who try to decline his offerings. Papa Nurgle shows an unusual connection to his followers. Rather than weapons, tools, and plague things, Nurgle sees those who worship him as his favourite children. He dotes upon them, blankets them with the warm stench of plague and contagion. His demons are plague-infested abominations whose stench alone is enough to stun the mightiest of warriors. Nurgle demons solely exist to spread the myriad of contagion to every corner of the mortal realms. Nurgle is also followed by mortal beings, and not all of them enter Nurgle's services so intentionally. As the mortals become inflicted by the diseases of Nurgle, many feel abandoned by their gods that they once worshipped. Frustrated by the ineffective healers, and in a desperation will pray to Nurgle to alleviate that suffering. Those blessed by Papa Nurgle are granted superhuman durability to endure the hardships of life. His sorcerers can manifest their god's power in streams of searing filth and swarms of plague-ridden flies. Warriors who embrace the Grandfather swell in size and strength, becoming bloated monstrosities all but impervious to injury and pain. The more disease Nurgle bestows on his disciples, the mightier they become. So what does a Magakin of Nurgle army look like on the battlefield? Magakin of Nurgle armies are known to be incredibly durable, have the ability to summon on demonic troops, able to field powerful hero monsters and have a low model count on the table. But they are slow and they lack in long range shooting. When it comes to their powerful heroes, they have plenty to choose from, whether it's the Glotkin, the Great Unclean One, Roticus, or the various Magath Lords like Blowab Rotspawn. 
There are command traits and artifacts that increase your hero's power, such as the Splitter Horn, which provides a 4-up ward save, or the Overwhelming Stench command trait that stops opponents issuing or receiving commands within 7 inches, just to name a few. Your troops prefer to do most of their damage in combat, so you want to get yourself some Plague Bearers, some Black Kings, and some big heroes into the fight as soon as possible. Your opponents will feel the blessings of Nurgle and you will do additional damage through mortal wounds using a disease mechanic that is for your allegiance ability. When you want to do damage from range, you do have some options through the Puskor Blight Lords and the Plague Drones, as well as some of your larger heroes, although you don't have quite dedicated shooting units for those long range attacks. The units that shoot are doing it from a short to medium range that is primarily focused on dealing damage before they get into combat. So don't expect to obliterate your opponent through shooting. You're really more of a combat, get in their grind, do mortal wounds and spread the gifts of Nurgle to your opponent. Nurgle has bestowed upon you great monster heroes like the Glocken, like the Great Unclean One, like Rodiglos, who are not only heroes but also monsters that have an opposing presence on the tabletop and will do some serious damage when they get into combat. Now, Nurgle isn't natively a fast army, so don't expect to rush up the board in turn one and get into the thick of combat without some luck or some additional shenanigans. You do have units like the Lord of Afflictions that will give you the ability to come in from reserve, and as the game progresses, you will be able to summon on new units using your Contagion points. You also have abilities through sub-factions like the Drowned Men that can give your Plus Goal Blight Lords a pre-game move. Nurgle has good access to spell casters and a rich spellbook. The army isn't known for being the most powerful in magic, and it's unlikely for you to win the magic battle against some of the strongest casters in Lumineth Realm Lords, Seraphon, or Zench. While you might not be the strongest casters, you could have some of the most durable ones, and you've also got things like the Rotbringer Coven, which are a unit of three Rotbringer Sorcerers that could give you plus three to your spell casting. So if you are looking for some more consistency, there is abilities to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of those stronger armies. You've got some great spells like the Fleshy Abundance that adds plus one to the wounds characteristic to demon units, so your Plague Bearers with an extra wound would be three wounds apiece. You've also got Magnificent Buboss that can debuff your opponent in magic or combat. When it comes to your model count, you can build an army with a lot of models on the tabletop if you want to flood the board with things like Plague Bearers. However, the vast majority of Nurgle armies are more towards the small to medium size with, when it comes to the miniatures on the table. Now, each of those big monsters that I talked about earlier, the Glotkin, the Great Unclean One, Rodicus as an example, they do take up a lot of points and... With your army being incredibly durable, you will find that you will have less models on the table, but they won't be removed off the table nearly as much as your opponent will. There's a lot of X factors when it comes to picking up a Mega Kit of Nurgle army, and while your army isn't the fastest, as I mentioned, they will be some of the most durable in the game. They will soak up a ton of damage. Your opponent will try to punch you in the face as hard as possible, and you will take it with a smile. And some of the reasons you have that is because your whole army will have five up ward saves, so a save after your regular armor save, and has the ability to heal every turn. And in some cases, heal a lot. Nurgle armies full of disease are a joy to paint if you like the disgusting. Not only can you hide your painting mistakes with blood and bile where you might not have painted the most cleanly, but it's very easy to corrode your armor. 
You can turn your skin sickly with the colors of your favorite disease. And who doesn't like painting the big, fat, great, unclean ones? Magakin of Nurgle armies also come with a great set of allegiance abilities for your army to enjoy throughout the game. Things like the cycle of corruption that brings new abilities to the tabletop each round for yourself. You get disease tokens that your opponent is going to take damage, those mortal wounds I spoke about earlier, to represent them slowly dying through the diseases and the pox that you are spreading over time. And you can also summon new troops to the tabletop using contagion points. There are a lot of ways to start a Nurgle army, and the easiest would be this Vanguard Maggotkin of Nurgle box. Now that's not to say that you must buy this to start the game, but it is a bit of a sampler box that will include some mortals and demons. Alternatively, you could just buy a box of your favorite heroes or the best looking troops for you to get started with. If you pick up this box, you will get one hero, which is the Spoilpox Scrivener. You'll get 10 Plague Bearers of Nurgle, some demons, and you'll also get some mortals in five Putrid Blight Kings, as well as two Pascor Blight Lords. Now, this approximately is about 700 points, assuming that none of the models are being used for summoning throughout the game. And you can make the Puskor Blightlord into a Lord of Affliction hero instead. This will make much more sense when you pick up the Battle Tome, which I would recommend you grabbing early in your journey because it is full of stories of Nurgle. It has the rules like your War Scrolls, and it has some additional things to use throughout the game, such as battle tactics, battalions, grand strategies, as well as paint schemes and examples of how you might want to paint your force, both with alternative schemes. If you're lucky, you might find one of the previous boxes like the Start Collecting Demons of Nurgle at your local game store. Now, these will come with different models in the box. However, the boxes are no longer available. So if you happen to stumble upon, great success. If not, this is still a great box, so don't feel like you're losing out. Once you've picked up your Battle Tome and those initial models, I would highly recommend grabbing a Feculent Narmor Terrain piece, which is exclusive to the Magakin of Nurgle, and you use those throughout the game. From here, I would then go out and expand upon, depending on if I like the mortals or the demon side of Nurgle. There is no right or wrong. You could certainly do both if you prefer. You may want to expand upon your range by getting more troops into your army. So things like the Black Kings or the Plague Bearers, as well as you want to supplement some additional heroes. People like the Sloppity Piper is a great supporting hero. Or you might want to get a, a big centerpiece model like the Glotkin or the Great Unclean one. You'll eventually want those in your collection. However, I would personally recommend that you familiarize yourself with the painting of troops before you are drawn upon these big fatties because you'll paint it, then you'll paint your troops, you'll learn the colors and the contours, and you'll, you'll get really familiar with Nurgle, and then you might find yourself regretting painting the big fatty early because you could do a better job later. So it's tempting, I know, but hold off um, painting those. There is no one set way of painting Nurgle. I have seen ultra-realistic skin, but most commonly you see people using green and yellow tones to represent the sickly diseases of Nurgle. Some of the most common paints used in a Magakin of Nurgle army include from the Citadel range, the Rhinox Hide, Agrath Earthshade, Xandri Dust, Athonian Camo Shade, Karaberg Crimson, Bugman's Glow, Rakarth Flesh, Lead Belcher, Deathguard Green, and Screamer Pink. These aren't the only paints you're going to need for your Nurgle collection. However, if you've already been playing Warhammer and painting up your models, you might find that you've already got things like Xandri Dust, 
Karenberg Crimson, Screamer Pink, they might already be sitting there. So just check and make sure you've got them and they're not dried out. And if you're new to miniature wargaming, you don't need to pick up every paint under the sun. Start off with a collection of 10 to 15 and grow it out from there as you go. If you have a local game store, you might find the same or similar colors in a different painting line. So another example uh, outside of Citadel would be Vallejo, but not necessarily are they just the only ones out there. You'll also find plenty of painting tutorials on YouTube from various creators, as well as alternative schemes within the battle time. If you're looking for inspiration, if you want to fully immerse yourself in Nurgle lore and the Maggotkin of Nurgle Battle Tome isn't enough and there is plenty of good stuff sitting in that Battle Tome, I would recommend checking out a book called The Plague Garden by Josh Reynolds. And while the story is told through the eyes of the Stormcast Eternals, you will learn a lot about Nurgle. And it introduces you to the Order of the Fly, which is a knightly order dedicated to Nurgle based in the realm of life. And this book is both accessible in, in novel form as well as audiobook form. And if you're like me and you've got Audible and you've got a credit sitting there, it's definitely worth the credit. It's a great story. Now, if you're planning on playing at your local game store at a tournament, there are two key milestones you want to strive for. Having a 1,000-point army and then followed up by a 2,000-point army. 2,000 points is the most common battle size that you will find that people will want to play. However, going from 0 to 2,000 can be quite challenging for some people. So my advice to you would be to start at the 1,000 points and then grow your army over time. And if you've picked up the Maggotkin of Nurgle Vanguard box, at the time of recording, it's around the 700-point mark. It may go up and it may go down, but you're around the 700 points. So you're going to want to expand it out with an extra hero or an extra uh, set of units. And my advice to you is in addition to whatever you pick to get up to that 1000 point mark, also grab yourself an extra unit of plague bearers for summoning. And summoning is a toolbox that sits outside of your army. So I don't recommend you grab all of the things in your summoning pool immediately. Grab a couple of things to get started with and slowly over time as you expand upon your force you can grab that extra one or two things but in the example here i've used the vanguard box and then i've grabbed an extra unit of blight kings instead of expanding your force out by focusing on buying things for your summoning pool my advice to you would be to go from going for that 1000 point army and then building out a list that would be 2000 points because you will find the most common games that we play is at the 2000 point mark, especially if you want to play in match play and tournaments and events, you'll find that 2000 point is the number to strive for. Now I've used in this example, the Vanguard box. So I've imagined you've purchased the Vanguard box and you want to go from 1K to 2K. And here's a couple of examples that I've shown you. You might want a centerpiece model like the Great Unclean one. I've gone out and grabbed a couple of extra troops. I've got some more uh, Blight Kings. I've got myself some more Plague Bearers. I've got myself some more Blight Lords and Lord of Affliction. This is just an example. It's not the way. I'm not saying for you to take this to your local game store and buy this exact list, but I'm showing you how to go from the Vanguard box from 1,000 points up to 2,000 points. And as you get more experience with Nurgle, you will find that the best value and how you get the most out of your army is through the synergy of the rules between your different units. So one unit's rules will affect another unit's rules. And, you know, you'll find that you might want to focus more on the demon side or on the mortal side. And you will find some of those boosts will cross over. But for most parts, you'll find that by having a mortal build or a demon build, depending on which what you, you choose, will uh, be more beneficial. 
I hope this video has helped you get started with the Maggot Kin of Nurgle, and I certainly have not taught you everything in the time that we've allocated here. But the good news is on the channel, uh, you will find plenty more videos focused on the Maggot Kin of Nurgle, where I not only deep dive into the particular book, but I also talk to players who are playing this night and day and get their experience and their advice. And, you know, you can get some great ideas on how to make the best purchases for your army, as well as some examples of other lists that people are finding most successful. But hey, this is your hobby. Build it the way you want to build it. If you like your malls, if you like your demons, if you like it all and you just want to grab whatever you want to grab, you do you. It is your hobby. But I hope this video has been a guide to help you get started with the Maggotkin of Nurgle. Thanks for sticking around until the end. I hope you found that video interesting and you walked away with a few new ideas. If you did, I would appreciate it if you hit like on the video as well as left me a comment. Let me know what your thoughts are in the comment section below. The conversation will continue over on Discord, so links down below in the episode description if you want to join the Discord and continue the Age of Sigmar conversation. I want to give a massive shout out as well to these absolute bloody legends, these champions who have continued to support me through Patreon or YouTube members. That is going directly into supporting the maintenance and the growth of this channel. So thank you very much, guys. Much appreciated. And until next time, roll more fixes.